welcome to Two Girls in a Bible Podcast. I'm Kim. And this is Jennifer. And we just want to welcome you to this podcast. Today we're going to be kind of traveling a little bit through Easter. Yes. We're going to be talking about not so much about the resurrection, but what, how it led up to the resurrection. So we're yeah. going to be talking a little bit about Judas and his role. So Kim, what Peter. is today? What happened today? If, if we were way back then, what was going on? today and this week for Jesus. I believe that today is the day where Judas betrays, takes the bread and mm-hmm. betrays Jesus. He walks out to go get this to go to the Pharisees. Yes. To, he sells Jesus. He's today selling is the day Jesus that he out. Sold yeah. Jesus. He, he's selling him it's out. It's also the day that Peter denies Jesus three times. Yes it is. So how amazing is our God? I just have to uh bring this to modern day. I was in the kitchen um, the, uh, just the other day making dinner for everybody. And, you know, I've always question, always had that question about, um, when Jesus says to Peter upon this rock, I will build the church. And you know, that some people say that the church is, uh, built on the faith of Peter. And some people say that Jesus was talking about himself upon this rock. I will build the church. But what the Lord revealed to me in the kitchen was very unique. Um, It's not that I was looking at the scriptures. We're kind of there this week looking at uh, the betrayal of Jesus and what Jesus walked through uh, for us so that we could live a resurrected life. And so, but what the Lord revealed to me was that the rock was repentance. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so unique. And I thought, okay. And immediately what came to mind was Peter had denied Jesus three times and Jesus forgave him of those three times. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. So, um, so Kim, why don't you start out where, um, at the dinner, is that where we're starting at? Yeah, let's start out the dinner at the dinner. You remember, you know, he had sent his disciples ahead of time to prepare a place. There was already a place waiting for them. So they got there and they prepared the dinner. And as they were sitting there, um, After they ate and everything, Jesus gets up, takes his tunic off, and wraps a towel around his waist and begins to wash the uh, disciples' feet. Yes. And um, in the Bible, it says in uh, John 13, it says, It was just before Passover festival, Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in process, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist, and he started washing the disciples' feet. Now, this is right before they go to sit and eat the dinner where Jesus actually shares and said this. He talks about what we call today the communion, communion the Holy communion, but yeah. then they called it the last. And last I, I find this kind of comical because Peter, you know, is always the voice. Just 100%. He was like the bodyguard of Jesus and always, you know, just <laughs> wanting to protect him. So he gets around and he comes to Peter and he, he came to Simon Peter, who's who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? You will not wash my feet. Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but you'll, but later you will understand. And Peter says, what? No. <laughs> you can't No, you can't wash. Never wash. You shall never. You shall never, never wash, wash my, my feet. feet. Never say never. And Jesus' response to him was, unless I wash you, you have no, you have part, no part with part me. Of me. Then... Peter's like, this is the extreme Peter. Simon Peter replies, hold up, what? Hold up. 
this is our our humanity, right? Yeah. We jump from one extreme to the other. At least I do in my yeah. life. And Peter replies, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. And Jesus, I think, had to chuckle. He says, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. So he's talking about or he disciples. knew who was going to betray him. Yep. And that was why he said not everyone was And clean. he did not consider, even though Peter denied him three times, he did not consider Peter as the one who betrayed him. No. He considered Judas, mm-hmm. who sold him. Well, at him. this point in time, he was not saying, yet. there was one. No, There's going to be one. There's going to be one, but it hasn't yeah. been revealed who the one is. We know that you it's know, Judas. You know, so... Jesus is kind of setting the stage for his disciples. When he had finished washing for their feet, he put his clothes back on and returned to his place. He said, do you understand what I've done for you? And he asked them, you call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you shall also wash one another's feet. I have set an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You're accountable now. You You're know. accountable now. And so what was he saying, Jennifer? What, do, what was he saying to them? That they're accountable. That they're accountable. Yeah. That he was showing them to be a servant. Oh yeah, that we have to serve before we have to be this. If you're if you're called in any kind of leadership role, and you're and you've got a call on your life to be a shepherd, then you are supposed to be the greatest servant of of all of yeah. them. And you know, isn't it a lot of times people get this puffed up area oh, yeah. that they think that I am all that in a bag of chips. I'm the head, the tail, yeah, and everything and, else. You yeah. know, but Jesus is saying, no. That's not how it works. You need to be the least yeah. of these. You yep. need to be compassionate and loving. You lay kind. your life down yes. as an example exactly. for others to learn how to lay theirs down. So now we're, we're, we're moving further on. So he's explained this to him. And so now um, Jesus predicts his portrayal. Yes. He says, I am not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen, but this is to fulfill the scripture, the passage of scripture. He who shares my bread has turned against me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now before it happens so that when it does happen, he's telling them what's going to happen. Yeah. He's saying happen, this is so going when to it happen. Does ha- when it does happen. Don't be shocked. You will believe that I am who I am very truly. I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me and any and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me yeah and after he said this Jesus was troubled in his spirit and he testified very truly I tell you one of you is going to betray me he goes on and so now they're all sitting at the dinner table and John is reclining against against Jesus you know the one Jesus loved yes and uh of course here comes Simon Peter. Yeah. I mean, he's right there next to the Lord because yeah. John is reclining on the Lord, yes. leaning up against and him. And so Peter's seated next to John and leans into John yeah. and says... He motions for the disciple. Okay. And he asks, he says, ask him. Ask who's, him who's going to betray. One, who, he, he says, uh, ask him which one he means. Mm-hmm. Which one of us is going <laughs> to betray him. So, you know... That, I just find that very comical. Yeah. Because he just said. And so, so they're all sitting so at the same table. Leaning back against the against Jesus, John asked him. He said, Lord, who is it? I yeah. find that so so John's a childlike thing. Love, you you know, know, a childlike thing. You can thief. just tell right there that 
John had such a relationship with the Lord that he never held anything back, which no, is why Peter no. leaned in and, and said, hey, why don't you ask him who's yeah, going to betray you? You ask him everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus just answers him. He said, it is the one. So he's telling them right yeah. now who it's going to be. Yeah. It is the one to whom I will give the piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. And this is, the, this is and what... And then dipping the piece of bread... He gave it to Judas. And then Judas says, I just cannot listen. Judas says, as he's taking the bread, he says, surely it is not I, Rabbi. Yeah. That's so slimy to me. I yeah. mean. And you know, as soon as Judas did take the uh, bread, Satan was done that, yeah. then that he entered him. So Jesus looks at Judas and says, what you're about to do, do quickly. Yeah. And none of the disciples understood what that meant. Even though Jesus After had just, had just said, it. so I think if I'd have been sitting there, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't have, but if I'd have been sitting there, I've been watching for the person who got the bread next. That's what you would think. <laughs> I would think know? that that's what you would be doing. But maybe they but had they didn't such do a, no. And, they, and when he had told him that, the, the disciples just thought, oh, he must mean that he needs to go do something for the poor or for the festival Yeah, but think about on. it. It's, it's just so funny. The, all of them are hanging out. Now they've been hanging out together for a while. So there's a comfortability there. Mm-hmm. And nobody is really thinking. They're not following the parable, so to speak. Yeah. They're thinking Jesus is still talking in parables. Right. That maybe this time they're not. he's not being exactly direct. This is what I'm thinking. But he I was pretty direct so when yeah. he said, the one I give this bread to will betray me. They weren't following yeah, yeah. the line of communication there. But anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just comical. It's just a little I, bit I, funny, but you know, I, I don't think that they were supposed to see it because you know, what do you think Peter would have done if he would have recognized the Jews? Oh, he'd have taken Judas out. And Judas couldn't have done <laughs> what he was going to do. He wouldn't have been, been able to take. after the Last Supper. Yeah, he would not have been table. able to go get the soldiers and the yeah. Pharisees and all that and bring and all them that had to, to come the to garden. Pass. Yeah. So when he was gone after Judas left, Jesus predicts Peter's denial. Yes, Peter says, says, uh, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I'll be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I'm going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Then Simon Peter asked him, What's he asking, Jennifer? Lord. Peter. Now, what, what I have, I'm reading out of Matthew 26. I think you're in yeah. John, I'm right? I'm in John, yeah. But well, what Peter said? replied to him, though all fall away because of you. No, this is where he said, where are you going? At that point, he yeah. says, where are you going? Oh. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? And, and uh, Jesus, uh, you know, he just told him where I'm going. You can't go. And so Peter's, where are you He's going? He's like, where are you going? I want to go. go. Regardless, yeah. I want to go. And, um, but as the, okay, and then so Jesus' the reply was, where I'm going, you cannot go, Peter. Yeah. You can't go. <laughs> Peter asked the Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, what did he tell him? Okay, so they're standing. They've now left the dinner table and they've walked out to the Mount of Olives. They've sang some hymns and this exchange has been going on. So this is according to the book of Matthew in, in chapter 26. So all of the Gospels has the Last Supper in it. So yeah, you can go and, and read it. they all have it. their versions. Yeah, all of the Gospels. I'll let her read hers and then I'm going to read what but I But in mine, it says, or in this particular book, it says, But after I am raised to life, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. And Peter replied to him, though they all fall away because of you and doubt and disown you, I will never fall away. Mm -hmm. 
And Jesus said to him, I assure you, most solemnly say to you, this night before a rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter said to Jesus, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same thing. Yeah, and mine says, Peter asks, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. See, and, it, and uh, so... That just is... Peter was Peter was adamant. I will never leave you. Exactly. I will follow you till the end of the earth. But Jesus knew that in the face of the atrocity that he was about to go through, that they all, every single disciple, would walk away from him. Exactly. But Peter was the only one who verbally denied him three times. They may have been scattered because as the shepherd is struck, the sheep shall scatter. And that's what the, the Old Testament says. And, and, and the New Testament had to line up with that prophecy. So they all scattered, but only Peter denied him three times. And so when, when the Lord revealed to me in the kitchen, and I, I found the scripture in uh, Matthew 16 of, of um, upon this rock, you'll, I'll build the church. And it says in Matthew 16, 18, and I say to you that you are Peter. And he was talking about Petro, which is the Hebrew word, which means rock. Mm-hmm. And on this rock, I will build my, my church. And Petra was the second rock. Um, And that was a a female form. Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overpower it by preventing the resurrection of the Christ was one of the um, revelations there. But and it says, and I will give you the keys, authority of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound and whatever you loosed on earth will be loosed. That's the promise. Now. Uh, me and Kim were talking. I was like, okay, so how do we wrap in our life today with that? And, and what the Lord showed me about upon this rock, I will build the church. And she found some interesting information um, about the church and how all of us are individual rocks. Jesus is the chief cornerstone, the rock that, that he will build the church. But the, fo- the foundation of the church is all of us together because we're called yeah. to to be his church. We're his bride. We belong to Christ. He is the chief cornerstone, the head of us all. But upon this rock, I will build my church. And right before that, it says, you you realize, because in the scripture in 16, Jesus is asking the Peter, who do, who do the people say that I am? Right. They say, well, some of, some of you say that you're John the Baptist. Others say you're Elijah. And others say you're Jeremiah. And, or you're just a prophet. And then Jesus asked Peter, who do you say I am? And and Peter replies, you are the son of God, the Messiah. And, and then he goes on to say, okay, upon this rock, I will build the church. But what the Lord was revealing to me in the kitchen was Jesus was the one who denied, or Peter was the one who denied Jesus three times. And later on, we're going to read where Jesus... Uh, forgave can, him can I read three about times. These yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It says Jesus declares uh, at this point. Jesus declares that God had revealed this truth to Peter, that he was the Messiah, like yeah. you just said. Yeah. The word for Peter, Petros, means a small stone. John one forty two. Jesus uses a play on words here with Petra on this rock, which means a foundation boulder, as in Matthew 7, 24 and 25, where he describes the rock upon which the wise man built his house. 
Peter himself uses the same imagery in the first epistle. The church is built of numerous small petros, living stones. That's us. That's us. First Peter 2, 5. Who, like Peter, confess that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and whose confessions of faith are the bedrock of the church. Of the church. Amen. Praise God. It says that only Peter was blessed because God revealed that truth to him. And so Kim and I were talking, you know, repentance is such a strong part of, 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 our, of our faith. Um, from the time Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I have not come to the righteous, but sinners, but for sinners to repent. And so we can see there's so many different, um, there's so, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. You can find these in all of the gospels, these different scriptures in Matthew and Luke and John. And um, the most amazing part of that repentance is it reveals a truth to us in such a way that we are edified and built up. Upon this rock, I will build my church. And, you know, that is just Jesus' way. It's kind of, you know, because he always spoke in parables. Yeah. Anyway. So Jesus' words here are best interpreted as a simply a play on words. Yeah. And that a boulder like truth came from the mouth of truth. the one who was called a small stone. Yes. And that was Peter. That was Peter. Because God, Christ, uh, in, in addition, the New Testament makes it abundantly clear that Christ is both the foundation. You'll find that in Acts 4, 11, and 12, 1 Corinthians 11, or 3, 11, and the head, Ephesians 5, 23, of the church. Yeah. So he is not only the foundation, he's also the head. So Peter... We are all that cornerstone. Yeah. We are all those but small without stones. Repentance, that build, without, without repentance, without knowing who Christ really is. Yeah. Yeah. And without without repentance, we don't have we we are built up and edified through repentance. And I call repentance truth. You know, the truth shall set you free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. That's the promise we have in relationship with Christ. He's lit. He's already resurrected. We're living out a resurrected life. So Kim likes to refer to us as layers, as you all know. And so we're being peeled apart, you know, and I, and I believe layers of truth being revealed to us at the times that we can handle it. And so um, I can apply you know, this to and my I life. That Jesus or God puts that on us until we are ready. Until we're ready. Because no. we have to be ready in our heart, right? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. I and Peter, I believe after Peter denied Jesus, he felt so mm. awful about himself. Mm. He felt horrible. I think his repentive heart, God looks at the heart. I know there's been times in my life where I've looked in the mirror and God's revealed things to me that I've gotten wrong, mm. that he's wanted me to change that were painful. Things about me that I didn't want to face, but I was so thankful that the Holy Spirit revealed the truth to me about who I was so that I could grow in fellowship and relationship with him. It's likely, you know, we're all believers, just like Peter was one of them. Mm -hmm. And we are the stones which make up the church, which anchored, I think this is a good word, anchored. And what does anchored mean? Anchored upon the cornerstone, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. That's and, so I, and that's in First Peter two six, so I just think that's beautiful how Christ brings it all full full circle. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit, and okay, so now, you know, we're at the betrayal. Jesus yes. has been taken. He's taken upon his pilot. Yeah. He's you know they 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 are lying about him yeah and Pontius Pilate wants to wash his hands of him they they bring Barabbas out it's like who do you want they pick Barabbas they crucify Jesus he goes to the cross in between this time Peter 
is amongst the people who are watching. And there's, we could say a lot about this this process of the cross. But it, we're t- I'm just kind of fast forwarding a little bit because there's one thing that I want Jennifer to hit on where yeah where Jesus has after he is resurrected. Yeah. So we're fast forwarding. Peter now he's in the Peter, tomb. Now yeah, we're up yeah, to well, Sunday. You know, Peter denies him three times. Three times. And yeah. he looks at him, and what happens? Peter. Is devastated, you know, devastated. and at this point, Judas has gone, wants to return the money, won't do it. He feels awfully hangs himself. Yeah. And you can read that all in the gospels. And then, so all of a sudden they're scattered, yeah. just like Jesus said they were, yep. they're scattered. Jesus is crucified. Scattered. He's been laid in the tomb. But Jesus, but, but Peter has separated himself, himself because he has went, it says he wept and repented, but he was feeling awful. awful. He was feeling awful. So what He's, does Peter do? He separated himself. He felt so horrible that he thought, how could I ever continue to exactly. pursue And haven't we felt, this all message? felt that way We've at some all point? been there. We've yeah, all been there. It's like, there. how could he love me? And so here is Mary who wakes up bright and early on Sunday morning. It's been three days. I and she goes it. to I the tomb. So and she wants, she yes. was the one who was the first to see him. Yes. Oh. She doesn't even, the encounter that there's so much to say about all of this. Um, We would love to rest on all of it, but um, she, she comes and, and he says to her, she sees the tomb. At first she realized the angels say, who are you looking for? He's not here. And she doesn't realize she's talking to Jesus. No. No, well, she reveals. sees the angels first. Right. But, she goes in there. And then she turns, she turns around, around she thinks, she thinks he's it's a gardener. A gardener. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, if you, where is he? Where'd you put him? And I'll go and get him. Just tell yes. me where he is. Yes. And then what does he do, Jennifer? Yeah. He just says. He says, go and says, tell. Mary. Yeah. And she recognized him. Yes. The moment that she and said And then she says. Yeah. Then he tells her to. Um, then he tells her to go and tell my disciples. Go and tell. That I have risen. And this is tell, Listen to this. Listen to this. And tell Peter too. Why would he say tell Peter too? Because he knew he was feeling. He had separated himself. Yeah. So Peter wasn't hanging out with the disciples. No. Peter went back to his old job. He was like. He I'm picked fishing. up his fishing nets. And, and he some said, of the well, guys come with him. It's like I'll go fishing yep, with you too. I have nothing so left to do. So now we're fast forward. The third day, Pete, or Jesus has risen. Yes. You know, he is alive. He is. He has conquered death and sin. But Peter is still devastated. so devastated. Mm-hmm. And he's out fishing. And they're fishing all night long. Mm-hmm. They don't they, catch anything. They catch nothing. And Jesus is up on the beach. And he's fried up some fish and made him some bread. And when they see him, who recognizes him? It John. was John. <laughs> John's like... It's Jesus, Jesus, That's Jesus, That's, and then and what did Peter, Peter do? Okay, first of all, what did he do? <laughs> they're a hundred yards from 100 the shore. Hundred yards. Get get this. Only a hundred yards. Yes. And Peter, Peter is so says, excited. Asked that Jesus asked them, "Have you caught anything?" And he says, "No." And then he said, "Cast your net on the right side." On the right side. So he casts his net and he gathers up all this fish, and then he realizes afterwards through a series and of John events, says, "That's, That's Jesus. Jesus." And Peter, Peter jumps out of the boat. Yeah, he throws Swim off his student, which is and only a hundred yards away. Okay, so by the time Peter gets to the shore, the boat has already made it upon the shore. And yeah. Jesus turns to Peter and says, um, why don't you go ahead and bring the nets in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in he only words, got like 150 some fish in there. Yeah. So, you know, come on, go help your brothers. <laughs> and, and so then, he does. He does. 
But I, yeah, I guess this whole and, message today, Kim, is really a oh, message of hope. Yeah, but but we're not done yet. Uh huh. So he brings it there, and the and he's already got fish frying and food there. And yeah. then this is the part that I wanted to wind up with Peter, and how much Jesus loves it. He never gives up on us. No. So he, they're all sitting there and they're eating, and then what does Jesus say to Peter, Jennifer? And um, the significance of how many times he says it. Are you talking about when he says, I've, I've lost my spot in my in the word, but I did have it marked, but I, I didn't realize we were going to go there, but that's okay. Yeah, we were going to talk about the three times, how it's significant for the three times he denied and the three yes. times. Yes, the first thing he said to Peter was, um, uh, Peter, Peter do you love me? And Peter said, Lord, you know I love, I love you. And he said, feed my lambs. And then he said, Peter, to Peter again, Peter, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, shepherd my sheep. Shepherd, and then the third time he said, "Peter, do you love me?" And he said, "He." And Peter just felt so devastated that he had asked him that three times. He said, "Of course, Lord, I, I love you. You know that I love you." And he said, "Feed my my sheep." Yes. And so let's look at that. The first one was feed my lambs. Lambs are babies. We got to take care of our babies, you guys. Let's take care of our babies. And then shepherd my sheep. Guide them. Show them what is right and what is wrong. Be the head. Be the the greatest servant of them all. Um, and then the third one was, uh, feed my sheep. And so we just, we're going to end this up with, you know, the Lord, he said, um, he offered up the bread to the disciples and, and he referred to the bread as, as his body. And he said, as often as you can, I want you to eat this for this bread is, is my body broken for you. And the disciples ate the bread and then he presented the cup of wine and he said that this was his blood poured out for you. And so I just want our listeners, all of you guys out there to just uh, keep in mind today that today was the day that Jesus was betrayed and we've all felt betrayed in our life. But there, there, there is on the other side of that betrayal, there is great hope. There is maturity there's steadfastness. Although you feel pressured on each side, you shall not be destroyed. Uh, just keep those scriptures in mind and keep them dear to heart. And as you remember Jesus throughout this week and the rest of these days and on Easter Sunday, remember the purpose behind his life. His life was to build his church. He laid it down for us. He loves us that much for the hope that we would come to know his father in heaven. That's why he did it, this intimate relationship with him where we don't feel separated or less than, but a part of, embraced by God's great love and his great mercy. And so I want you to remember this week, uh, just the love of your father, the love of Christ and how he's laid his life down for you. And, and, and do this, Eat, take a piece of bread and take a little cup of juice and dedicate those things and put your mind on Christ, knowing that that bread was broken for you to be healed so that your body is healed. Put your mind on that. And when you drink that blood, I want you to see yourself being completely covered by his grace that all the separation between you and a loving father in heaven has completely been dealt with, that that gives you the right to come before the father, to come before the king without any shame and just be loved by him. And, you know, when they were on the, the, the shoreline and, and Jesus had fit, fed them the fish and the bread, it was there um, that Jesus prepared a breakfast of fish and bread for them and then commissioned Peter with the task of feeding his sheep 
and tended his lamb. He was commissioning him, telling him that he loved him and that he forgave him and that it was okay. Yeah. And you know, with that, 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 that God that builds had, the church yes. on a repentant heart. Yes. He and knew goes, that Jesus, he, goes, he knew that Peter that's, had that's a repentant we, heart. That's our relationship to have that repentant heart with yeah. him. So we hope that this there's was no a condemnation to you. in there's Christ. There's no condemnation. And yeah. we just pray, we hope that this was a blessing to you. Yes. And we just want you to remember that, that you'll, you'll always, always have a friend with two girls and a Bible. Bible.